Hello everyone, Champman Game Week 11 preview. Yeah, I wasn't a, wasn't going to do it. Didn't didn't think I'd have much time playing Elden Ring too much. Didn't look like it was a great week on paper uh, with any obvious moves. So yeah, just didn't want to keep listing you know the same names and stuff. Um, didn't feel like there was too much to to chew the fat on this week. So wasn't sure I was going to do it, but I found some time, and why not? Eh. Um, let's try and keep this up as best we can. Um, we'll continue the normal format, the preview. I won't touch on last week because I can't even remember it. It's been too long. <laughs> um, yeah, not not usually too long-term moves in my thinking, just really looking at this week. Um, but having said that, I do think it's a week, at least going by the sim data that I saw and just general gut feel. And to be honest, I've forgotten most of the sim data review videos already. It's been so long. Um, it doesn't really feel like a week where there's that many obvious teams to pick or obvious players. You know, usually this game's reasonably predictable in terms of the good teams at home to a bad team, stuff like that. Um, but when you've got Leeds and Man United away, you know, Chelsea away, Liverpool away, um, you know, you've got some of the better teams, even stuff like Bolton and Sunderland who are good at attacking at home. You know, they're all away, really. Um... So it's there's only a few, maybe a couple of games actually that are, that look good for targeting. So you can always do that. Um, we always like the upside and the, and the thinking of one week or two week. But I also think it's a week where if you're struggling with your team in terms of the structure or whatever, you can maybe look to address it as in a more long term solution. Because I suppose chasing chasing halls is great, but when you're chasing halls from teams that you can't necessarily trust in terms of they're not Leeds and Man United. They're not as predictable. Um, you know, you could obviously chase a hall that just fails and then you have to address it again the next week, right? So maybe a consolidation week, but there are a few few players I think that could do well. So I'll try and talk, pick them out as I go along. Anyway, anyway, Blackburn Norwich is the first game on the Gaffer website. I've got it up in front of me, sat in my chair. So this is a, a more comfortable podcast for me today. Um. Yeah, this is definitely one of the better games because Norwich, as we know, season-long sim data are very poor. You know, they've been doing a little bit better in our sim, but doesn't necessarily mean anything. Um, Blackburn uh, at home are usually pretty solid. They'll almost exclusively use the airplane formation, 3-4-1-2 in home games, where they're favourites um, or should win. I know this from season two simming, um, obviously when we had when I was involved in the game it's what I would see a lot um, things can change because if one player gets injured then it can force a change especially like players like Solano and stuff can sometimes make that happen but in general that's the default home formation for them we've also been given the leak that Lucas Neal plays in centre midfield so straight away he seems like a decent pick I mean he's on all set pieces and penalties not, not always all set pieces but we've got a good chance for them and he's a confirmed starter and he's playing home to Norwich. So the thing with him is he's probably not going to... I mean, as we've seen, he he barely plays when the whole team's fit. He's a bit of a utility man, can go anywhere. But for an individual week, if you were going to do it, he looks like he's a reasonable one for this. Um, because it's the airplane, Janssen will probably be AMC, probably be Crouch and Bent up top. So as a result, you know, Crouch, Bent and Janssen all look decent one-week one picks. In fact, can I see... We'll see if I can bring their fixtures up. Uh, yeah, so they're away to Spurs, home to Coventry in the next, then away to Man City. Um, they're all low rep sides, those 
away to Middlesbrough is not great, away to Bolton. So it's a reasonable run. There's not many good runs, is the thing. That's probably one of the better ones of the teams from this point. There doesn't seem to be many standout runs amongst the teams. So I think you can go there. You know, players like Janssen's quite expensive, but he's good for a one week, obviously. Um, Bent's not necessarily nailed, depending on the formation changes. Um, but the wingers, I'm not sure if Solano's fit or not. In fact, I may as well check that because it could actually have an influence on their team. Let me just try and bring that up. Is he fit? Oh, he's got an orange flag. If I hover over it, 69%. Okay, I don't know if their game's Saturday. If their game is Saturday and he's 69%, then he won't play because he's below 70. Um, but if, it, if it's past that, he could. But in any case, they can play anyone on the right wing. Um... They could play Ludvigsen, for example, there. I think they've done that before. Um, but it could be that, as a result of Solano out being out, it could be actually the 4-3-1-2 with the two midfielders going out wide. But it doesn't change much. Duff at 7 million is still an OK pick as well. He's uh, obviously more nailed on that left side than anyone else. Neil's the only one who can ever really challenge him for a left wing spot, and that's only when Duff's injured, it seems. So not really much of a challenge. Um, but yeah, so there are decent options. In terms of score, um, I would have thought... I mean, the defenders are good as well, right? I think Weatherall's a decent pick here. I've seen him in a few teams. He's one of the better defenders this week, I would suggest. Um, something like 1-2-3-0 one, one, to Blackburn. I think they can keep a clean sheet. Obviously, anyone can score at any time, so maybe I'm brave there. But sort of 1-2-0 or two nil feels about, about right for that game. Um, yeah, and obviously, Janssen, something... I mean, this is just happenstance, but Janssen seems to blank or brace every time. Um <laughs> Now, I'm not suggesting that's like a metric in the game or anything. I think it's just pure variance. But, um, yeah, he's kind of that kind of player, it seems. So maybe he can get a haul in this one. I was considering getting him in. The sim date is a bit underwhelming. And then I'll probably have to fix it afterwards. I don't really think Janssen's a long-term hold. So I'm calling on that a bit. Um, or quite a lot, I should say. But maybe. Maybe I'll be tempted as we get closer. Middlesbrough and Sunderland. Um, this is again. We're starting with two of the better games of the game week. This is probably another one of the the good game week, um, the good fixtures actually. Middlesbrough are just really, really decent at home. You know, they're playing a side that's usually very leaky away from home. Although stunningly, when I looked through the uh, league tables and Panda's site, uh, Planner, sorry, Sunderland have only actually conceded four goals away from home all season, which is really low. Now, I can't remember who they've played in those fixtures because obviously the opponents you're playing and it's a small data sample, but I would have expected them to ship a lot more. Now, I know they're a lot, they are a very good 11 on, on paper. All of their 11 is actually really good when they're out, but you know it's the way they set up usually. that. So I wouldn't let that affect you is what I'm saying. I don't think that really matters. And Middlesbrough at home are just so good, aren't they? So, yeah, the obvious names here are just really good. Now, in midfield, they've got Salakovic and Miller probably playing centre midfield. So the defence is a little bit worse. You've still got a chance for a clean sheet in this, though. And if not, you go for the bonus in this game more than anything. So, you know, Southgate and Hancho are still great. Atherton is still a great pick. Um, wouldn't be surprised if he does well. And, yeah, Boxic, Rickard, Johnston, Zapeda are all good as well. I'd still go for the wingers over the two centre midfielders if I had choice. Zapeda um, is a decent pick this week, definitely. Um, for someone who went for Kuehl last week... I was thinking maybe do I move him on this week and like Janssen and Zapeda are two of the names I thought of. Middlesbrough again, their run is actually okay. It's just that next week they're away to Leeds, which is shockingly bad. After that, it's not bad. They're home to Spurs, away to Coventry, home to Blackburn, away to Villa. And then I don't know if these doubles are secure, but it's home to Man City and possibly in a double away to Everton as well. 
So Middlesbrough, again, one of the sides with an OK run. I think it's just that away to Leeds game that's very off-putting that you probably wouldn't want to play your players in. But Boxage and Ricard are probably standout captains this week. You know, captains is an issue this week, I think. So again, going back to Blackburn briefly, if you were to bring in Janssen because you wanted to captain him, I can kind of think, you know, that's OK. It's a good upside pick. Midfielder up front, two goals or something, then you're laughing. Um, so if you are doing that upside thing, then Janssen's good there. And then here for Middlesbrough, I think Boxic and Zapeda are both just good captains. You know, the, I've said it before on other podcasts, when the strikers are at home for Middlesbrough, they often get bonus. They're good for it, especially Boxic is pretty good for bonus at home. So even if they blank, they get something. And that's you know usually the appeal of the premium strikers who manage to do that even when they blank. So... They're nice. I think either of those is fine. I have a preference for Ricard over the season. Just think he's more reliable overall in terms of his injury record and stuff. But um, uh, And he's obviously in his peak, whereas Boxer's just gone past it a bit. But I don't think there's much choice. And if it's like a one-off game when you're at home, then Boxer's usually is the better just because he's better on the bonus. So either one's fine. Um, Man City versus Leeds is the next game. Now... Um, Man City are obviously a reasonable side they usually try to keep the score down but Leeds are just really good um, you know Man City at home you always have, I think you nearly always have to back your home team to be on a goal it's usually like a goal even the very worst or sort of like 0.7 or 8 when they're at home so you have probably think Man City score um, I think one shop is out I'm pretty sure he is actually in fact on the site yeah he's got really low condition is in below 70 so he's not going to play so that's obviously a benefit for Leeds maybe the defenders can get a clean sheet but um, yes yeah, still likely maybe to get one and Leeds is still decent um, even though it's away from home you know I'm sat with Viduka I don't have any thoughts of kicking him out in fact interestingly on Leeds because Man City are such low rep in the game I think they're actually lower rep than Norwich or well, they're certainly in the background numbers, I think they're the same 12. Um, we know from a previous screenshot that Leeds play with the up arrow in the AMC away to Norwich. So you would like to think it will be the same here because, like I say, Man City are the same rep, if not lower. So that means we can kind of predict the, the Leeds lineup a little bit here because they'll have the hopefully have the up arrow. So the wing backs will have double high arrows, which means it's more likely to be Singh that plays than Hart. Um, Kelly and Mabry it's kind of a coin toss when it is double high arrows I think Mabry's got more of a shout because he's more of a midfielder so maybe it could be Mabry I don't think people are going there too often though defenders is this, I'm not even really going to talk about the back three about two of the three are usually nailed the other one rotates that doesn't change at all um, with Larson being at 81% he's over that 70% threshold so he could play in the game and then just maybe come off his conditions low if they don't have a striker on the bench he might stay on although they probably would have a strike in the bench. They've got quite a few. Um, but because he's um, you know, not massively better than any other option, the more likely scenario is that he doesn't play. And it will be similar to last week, because if we see um, Smith's... We just assume Smith's not a factor, because he just hasn't played at all. So can't expect him to come in. So that means it's likely to be Kane as striker uh, again, which is good for anyone who went from last week. I'm kicking myself I didn't get him last week. I've talked him up all the time, really wanted to get him. In the end, I wanted Tariko too much, so I couldn't afford the 0.5. In the end, Kiel scored anyway, right towards the end, so it wasn't that bad. But Keane, I think he got max bonus, goal and assist. So kicking myself. And now I think he's probably up front here again. So you're getting a you know a lead striker for 10 million up front, probably. Uh, him and Viduka. And then I think Kiel will be AMC, so it's not all lost for me. This is what's making me think. Now, I expected Larson to be back, basically. I don't know what he's been doing, dining out at McDonald's for weeks. He just can't get his condition up. 
So I can't. I don't know if I can sell Kuehl now because the end of the day is playing a poor side. Um, leads the best, one of the best sides, and he's probably in that preferred AMC slot uh, with the up arrow because Larson being out and Keane up top. Worst case scenario, let's say they do play Larson. Keane's probably the AMC, and then Kuehl goes midfield centre, probably with Imar, and then Bowyer drops out, or it could be Bowyer and Imar, and Kuehl drops out. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't think that will happen. I think it's more likely the first scenario. So. Yeah, not sure I can sell him, to be honest. Might keep him for one and actually have two free transfers. There's a chance I might roll this week, believe it or not. Um, but yeah, for anyone else who's punting on the Leeds team, I still think Bowyer and stuff. I think in the end, when Larson's fully fit, one will miss out every now and then. And it's more likely to be one of Bowyer, Kuehl or Keane who will miss out. Occasionally, Larson will drop into that as well. And Vaduka's not totally immune. But yeah, one of those first few is more likely. I think you can still... I think someone like Heskibo, for example, is asking me who does he think is a good good midfielder at 6.5 million for the next few weeks I think three weeks he said Leeds are probably like got some of the better games so Bowie is probably there it's just you can't guarantee he's going to play all of them but you would have thought so that's probably enough talk on Leeds um, but anyway anyone struggling to work out what their formation is that's probably what it's going to be uh, with Imar and Bowie in centre midfield I would have thought Imar could have the up arrow like he has previously as well where he goes into the AMC slot um yeah, let's move on. Arsenal and Bolton. Okay, so this again is probably another one of the what, the games that's actually okay. I mean, Arsenal, big side at home. I know they've been dreadful in our sim. But Bolton play wing-backs. Arsenal got two on the wing in terms of a full-back and a, and a winger. Um, usually that's a decent sign. Uh, Bolton, however, have a reputation of giving up points in the centre midfield as well, which is strange. But I think... Um, I think Adam French, for example, mentioned Tikhanov because Pires is low condition. So again, similar to the Larson one, really, although Pires is even less nailed than, say, Larson is. Um, because they've got alternatives, it'd be a surprise if he probably starts that one. So Tikhanov is also 7.5 million, so I'd imagine he's probably the left winger, the biggest name. He's not nailed by any means, but you know he's a decent op pick this week. You've got That means it's probably Lundberg on the right wing. Again, he, with the Arsenal mids, they're a bit different, so everyone else, they're not necessarily nailed. So it is a risk getting these players because you could get them in, they just not play. Like it could be pennant right wing or parlor even or something. But um, yeah, it's probably one of the better games to 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 chance if you were looking for a midfielder to get one of these guys. Uh, even parlor himself in centre midfield, mm-hmm. Bassidas. Mm-hmm. The thing is, you just you never know which one is definitely going to play. Ticking off if he does play, he's on penalties. That's why yeah, out of all of them, I'd probably pick him as my most preferred choice. Um, Henri again we have to talk about captains I guess I did. I brushed over it on Leeds I think you could captain Viduka just because it's Viduka and they are a low rep side that they're playing that aren't particularly good so they should attack quite a lot um, I don't. I think so far of all the ones we've talked about Blackburn's probably Janssen's probably the biggest upside Boxes Rickard is probably the safest then I have Viduka just below that probably um, and then Henri at home to Bolton you probably have to say trumps them all <laughs> I know uh, he's been shocking, but yeah, I just it's it's just it's a home game for Arsenal, and there's no one else, no other premium striker that's playing at home this week. So he is the standout captain on paper, just whether he can deliver. He should get bonus at home. Now he has had a penchant of not even mm, doing that, mm. but as a minimum, he should be getting bonus. I think he's probably the best captain mm, this week. Mm. And if you literally have nothing else to do in your team and you're sat with Viduka, maybe you could switch him to Omri for one week. Um, yeah, to avoid burning. Or if you're sat with someone else, 
you know, he is still the Shearer or someone like that, maybe. He is still the obvious name, but I can understand the people that do it. I mean, I've got Viduka in my team. I don't, like I say, I could be saving. I could maybe just do Viduka to Omri, but, um, you know, I want Viduka long term. So I have to, I said it right at the beginning, I'm probably trying to think a little bit more long term this week, but I wouldn't be surprised if Omri, you know, scored two or three goals this week. It's, it's probably the week that it happens. Uh, Villa versus Liverpool is the next game. It feels like a, a fairly low scoring one, although Villa, I think, when, again, when I looked at the league, in terms of goals scored and stuff, Villa have scored a lot of goals at home. I think they were like the second highest scorers after Leeds. Now they had some easy fixtures to start the season. But in a game like this, you still have to favour them to score. Maybe one or two goals. Liverpool try to keep the game tight usually. If they're playing their proper defence, can they even nick it? Yeah, they could win 2-1, 1-1, 1 to Villa. It's a hard game to call. I'd imagine it'll be fairly low scoring, but I think both teams probably score. Would be my guess. Uh, Partridge is one to talk about just because I think he's so cheap and he's on set pieces and he's been playing. Keep an eye out to see whether he plays this week. Wouldn't jump in maybe. I mean, again, if, you, if it's a structural thing and you're just fixing your team, then you could buy him for this one. Wouldn't expect it to do much. But after that, he's actually got home to Newcastle, away to Ipswich, home to Everton, away to Leicester, home to Arsenal, away to Bradford. So it's actually a decent run after that. I think it's probably going a little bit under the radar because Liverpool have been bad. But Hippier, Bishkan... Partridge, you know, even Owen, if you wanted to chance it, are all probably viable picks after this week. So something to think about. Uh, Villa as well, I've got one of the more okay runs for the next few. Uh, home to Liverpool, away to Coventry, home to Man City, away to Bolton, away to Newcastle, home to Middlesbrough. Um, that's not bad, is it? So... We all know the good picks from Villa. Again, the strikers at home. I'm not sure you can chance Dublin still. I think he's still likely to rotate there, but um, he has been playing the majority of them. I think it's more likely with him that at some point he gets put out to pasture, but as to when that happens, you don't know, and it's not guaranteed that it even will happen. So Angel's still the safe pick. Hendry and Hadji are still decent options. I still prefer Hendry overall, and he's a nice midfield to sit there for that run, actually. And Rufus, the forgotten man, he seems to be playing a lot more. Still on penalties, still 4.5. He's still a decent option. Wouldn't be surprised if he gets bonus in this game. So, um, yeah, there's other, there's other defenders that are doing better, so they've fallen by the wayside. But he is still a good pick. It's just worth remembering, I think. Newcastle, Chelsea. Um, a lot of us are probably carrying a lot of Chelsea players. Uh, Newcastle at home, which usually means that Shearer is a good option. Chelsea are probably one of the worst teams for him to play. Um you know they've they've got arguably two of the best defenders in the game, and centre back against him like the physical back challenge, but doesn't doesn't necessarily mean anything. Just means that there'll be a lot of those challenges probably, and Shearer might do well for bonus. Uh, have to back Newcastle to score because they're at home. Um, so I've got double Chelsea defence. I don't think they'll keep a clean sheet, but would it surprise me if they made it nil nil or something? No, and they can still get bonus away from home because of all those challenges to Alan Shearer, like I've just said. So I'm going to play them both. Um, and just hope they pick up bonus, really. Carboni, I don't think he's like a great pick this week. The midfielders away from home just aren't particularly good. Um, he's fine because he takes some set pieces, right? And he's a good long-term hold, I think. So that's great. But again, if you're struggling somewhere in your team for something to do, you know, and, and you're going to burn a transfer if you don't use it, then maybe you can take him out and, and you know, go for a mid of choice. Some of the options I've talked through on this pod thing is you probably want him back after that because he's home to Bradford the week after 
away to Arsenal's not great, but then he's got a nice run after that of home to Leicester, home to Bolton, home to Watford, and then maybe a double, which is great. So, yeah, probably one where you just you just see this one out. Uh, Everton Man United is next again. Everton at home, okay. Expect them to score probably. Um, you know, one goal looks likely. Uh, Manchester United. This is the game where they're probably going to do a bit better. I wouldn't be surprised if they score more than they do at home to terrible sides, just because Everton, like I say, are likely to score and the shackles will be off a bit. 2-1, 3-1 to Man United feels about right. Um, therefore, all Man United's attacking assets are good. I think you've got Van Nistelrooy. He's still probably just the standout captain for this week. You know, Chadwick, Veron even. I don't particularly like midfielders away from home, but he is on penalties, and like I say, the game's likely to be open. So... Um, you know, if you're not going for one of these niche captains like the Anson, or you don't have a boxer sure Rickard, you don't have Henri, which a lot of people won't have these guys, then you've got Van Nistel on your team. He's 14.5 million for a reason, isn't he? So he's just consistent. So you just stick it on him. That's probably what I'll end up doing. Uh, nothing else to say there, is there? Bradford versus Leicester. This feels very low scoring. Leicester can be surprising, but away from home, they're usually pretty shit. Uh, and Bradford at home struggle to score or do anything, don't they? So, nil-nil, 1-1, one, one, one nil to one of the sides, it's, it feels bad. Um, as for Bradford, I wouldn't want any of their players playing in this game. Obviously, if you've got Hoextra, you're going to start him in this game. If you've got Gunnarsson, you know, assuming he plays at centre-back, he's got a decent chance for bonus. It's a shame he doesn't obviously get clean sheet points um, if they were to be able to get one. But, in midfield, he might pick up sort of a three or a four-pointer, so he's one to consider. Um, he's currently... Is he first on my bench? Yeah, he's currently first on my bench. I might try and find a way to play him. I'm not sure how, but... Feels like he'll probably end up with three points or four points or something. Anyway. Yeah, not much to be said about that game. Coventry and Spurs is the next game. Uh, <laughs> those without Hedman will be hoping Spurs can score. Um... Yeah, I just can't believe that Hedman keeps doing what he's doing. I think both teams probably score here. I've got Wood in my team. Um, hopefully it can be him. I don't really like Wood now that Slakovic has gone because he's in the two up front. It's not as good. Um, but he's still so cheap. that, And it's what he enables elsewhere, right? So, yeah, in hindsight, maybe I should have not done that. You know, the other person I was eyeing up was Libra, um, who went mental last week. So... Would feel better with him, but this week, would I want Libra away to Borough or Wood away to Coventry? Probably Wood. Um, and yeah, like I say, I think both teams score. I don't think it'll go. It'll be crazy high scoring. I think 1-1, 2-2 maybe. Uh, maybe Coventry can nick it just being at home, but I think the boss is really insecure actually, so it'd be nice if um, Coventry actually won and they sacked the Spurs manager, so we might get someone exciting. That might be fun actually, so maybe I'll plump for that. Um, I don't really think any of the Coventry attacking assets are worth buying, personally. I think Hughes is okay, but um, I wouldn't be getting him in this week. I'm just trying to look at their fixtures. I've actually got... They've actually got uh, three homes in the next four, and they're away as a way to Blackburn. Hmm. So maybe. Maybe you could look at him. Or one of the million midfielders they bought. But probably not for me. Final game of the week, then, is Ipswich-Watford. And we know what Watford like. They... Usually are chaos, especially in Sims. We haven't had the full flavour of what Watford can do yet. I mean, even last week, I think they still shipped like 14 shots, 12 on target or something. 
Um, and I know the tactic means that they shoot from a little bit further, so the shots don't necessarily mean there's going to be loads of goals. But we know season long these guys can ship 100 goals plus. It's, a, it's only a matter of time, guys. It is only a matter of time. I think you ideally want each week, if you can, a player involved in that game. Now, be that from Watford or from wherever Watford are playing, um, is generally just a good idea just for fun. Um, I've got Pitcher in my team, who I think, given all their injuries, in fact, he takes set pieces at 4.5 million. He's just a great pick. Um, do I expect him to do anything in this game? Maybe, just because they're so attacking. Probably, I want to try and find a way to play him. Uh, Petkoff's still a good option. Obviously, Smith's still a good option. Overall, just a hold. But in terms of Ipswich assets, people want to buy them. The only issue we've really got is Ipswich's attack is just dire. It's just really bad. Um, you know, do I still think they could score one, two, three, four, five, six goals as is Watford? Yes, absolutely. Um, you give yourself a chance if you throw your hat in the ring, don't you? It's just I'd, I like to do that when I think the players are actually good as well. With Ipswich, they're attacking assets, not particularly. I think in terms of Holland, Matt Holland is obviously an, an obvious name that you could get for this one. The midfielders rotate a little bit. But I think he's pretty secure. I like Redknapp as well because he's on penalties. Um, so I think he's only like five million. So he's a, he's definitely a decent pick. Fotheringham's been doing okay. I don't know whether these guys are nailed. Like I said, I think there's, they've got too many other midfielders. So you, you do run the risk of them maybe not playing. But um, yeah, they're at least decent Decent one-week punts, that's for sure. Um, where else? I think Ipswich have got a nice little three, actually. Let me just look at their fixtures. Where are they? Oh, yeah, no, sorry. They're away to Norwich, then home to Liverpool. So home to Liverpool's bad, and then they're away to Leeds. That's bad. But the next two, then home to Watford, away from Norwich. So you could chance one of their players for two weeks. It's not just a one-week thing. Um, yeah. Tariko, I've got him. Hope he can do something. I, don't, I wouldn't expect they actually keep a clean sheet. It's which are okay at home for that, but I just think the game's too attacking, so I'd be surprised. Hopefully, he can just get me some attacking points. I don't. I wouldn't say take a hit for a minus four to bring Tariko in this week. I think you just play him if you got him, and hope. Um, I think if anything, he's, he's great. I love Tariko, but he's probably been overperforming slightly in terms of goals and assists. He doesn't usually end up with massive amounts come the end of the season, so I don't think it's like you have to have him for this week or anything. Um, it's just a reasonable pick in a week where there's not that many good defenders. Um, is that everything? Have I covered everything? I think I have. Yeah, pretty sure. <laughs> um, if if you were going to get a striker from Switch, then I guess Stewart is the preference just because he seems the most nailed. I think Armstrong's actually better if he plays, but yeah, can't guarantee that. Obviously, if you told me Doherty was playing and he was starting up front, I'd be tempted to get him in for this game. <laughs> really would be. Um, but obviously we didn't get a leak this week as such because of the spinner. So you just can't chance that. He's not even nailed to even start. So wouldn't want to do that. Um, yeah, so there we go. That's the pod, guys. Uh, if you like it, let me know. Tell me what you didn't like. Share it, subscribe, all that jazz. Uh, it'd be greatly appreciated. And I shall see you on the next one. Catch you later. Bye-bye.